Welcome to the first episode of Kami's Gaming Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about a few topics in the gaming industry. So let's start with the story of the week. For the story of the week, we cannot ignore The Witcher. Here are my fears and thoughts about The Witcher. The Witcher looks amazing. I love Henry Cavill. I think he's a very good actor. I am not a big fan of Superman. I also have not been taking the time to watch Superman and enjoy it, but I've seen him in previous things like the Tudors, which was a medieval England kind of story and he was a knight. He did really good and that was actually my introduction uh, to him. My issue is not with the actor, my issue is with Netflix. I have been scarred for life since I saw the first five seconds of Death Note made by Netflix. Yes, we're talking about the remake that they released a couple of years ago. It was horrible. It was horrible in the sense that they took a character with the same name, same show, and changed the character personalities completely. We cannot... you. Netflix. You cannot take personality from characters, which is something that people fall in love with, and change them completely and sell the name. That's that's not going to work. Probably make some money, probably got some new subscriptions, but you probably lost customers as well, or the trust that when a game like this gets made into a TV show, you have people fearing that you might screw it up. I actually have a different thought about this game. Is this show the new Game of Thrones? If it's not, it looks like a pretty good replacement. Let me know what you think about it. So that's it for the story of the week. This is something that was actually dropped yesterday. I hope, I really, really hope that since we're starting to see more Hollywood actors come to video games to play roles, I hope that we also see directors taking video game stories and putting them into movies or TV shows. Something that I really, really want to see is the Metal Gear series. The Metal Gear series as a movie could be very, very amazing. Also, for somebody that loves Resident Evil and read all the books, the books, amazing story where you can, you don't even have to write a script. You don't have to write a script. It's been written already. All you have to do is cast the right people. Yes, I'm talking to the Resident Evil movie franchise. Cast the right people, stick to the story, and have some quality acting happening. So that's for the story of the week. Excitement, very happy. Let's see how that goes. And one of my sad moments in history is 2019. The year for game releases started at such a high note that made the rest of the year crap when it comes down to game releases. Of course, I'm just being very ignorant because I have not tried these games. And you know what? I should. And this is another issue that I would like to talk about. The fact that with a TV show, you can watch three episodes and if you like it, you continue. If you don't, there is not buyer's remorse. You get to a point where a TV show doesn't grab you right away. The first episode is a little shaky. You don't understand the characters. There are, there are people that don't even get hooked into a TV show after a season. I don't know how you, as a person, watch an entire season, the first season of something without liking it, 
just to see if you might like the second one. To me, that's a lot of time. Sometimes something great can come out, come out of that. Sometimes, maybe not. I digress. So, we're looking at the video game releases for next month. For the first, Madden NFL 20. I played this game about one or two times. I know how amazing it is to get a sports game when you're hanging out with your buddies and you got that competitive thing going on. You can start talking crap to each other. I was more of a FIFA person, not that I play FIFA anymore. My biggest issue with these kind of games is the fact that, well, you get a game every year and sometimes the only thing that's changing is the roster. If I'm wrong, please reach out to me, let me know. This is my thoughts about sports games. I guess you can see a big gap when you play FIFA 15 and then you play FIFA 19 and you're like, holy crap, this is a different game. This is great. But how big are the difference between FIFA 18 and FIFA 19? Some players transfer. Release a DLC, please. Do a DLC. Do you really have to charge $60 for a new game? Do you have to? Is your company going to go broke if you don't get those extra $20? What about retaining players not about building a community retaining players that are leaving because what's the point it's like dynasty warriors i get how that game dynasty warriors has same plot same story but they don't release it every year that would be redundant that would be weird this game is coming out august 2nd 2019 and well I know a lot of people are going to be very excited about that. The next game, Age of Wonders Planetfall. Number of players is one. This one sounds really fun. It's called Necrobarista. This game is about a coffee maker that came from the dead. Well, that will be a scary Starbucks. Next game is called Rad. That comes for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC players one. And the publisher is Bandai Namco. Uh, here comes my bias because I do love this company. They've released some of my favorite stuff. Not to say that things cannot be flawed. Now we are looking at Remnant from the Ashes. We're looking at some guns, we're looking at some swords, and we're looking at big monsters, and it's a co-op. Looks nice. Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. Konami. Konami and I are not on good terms. Metal Gear 5. I'm still hurting. Anyway, here's the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. I am grown. I don't watch the show anymore. Yu-Gi-Oh was the perfect game back in PlayStation 2. It was it was really good. The one for the PlayStation 2 was was a lot of fun. Um I was no fun of the show until I played the game. That happens a lot to me. Pokemon. Let's be honest. I was not a fan of Pokemon until I played the game. That's that seems to be a trend with uh, the things I like. I'm more of a video game fan than a anime fan. So this game, promising. I hope it's fun. I do see a number of players too, makes sense. Life is Strange 2, episode four. Released by the one company responsible for having me fail all my classes back when I was in middle school and high school. Square Enix, previously known as Squaresoft, yes. Final Fantasy games are the reason why I didn't do so well in school. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe I will have found a different reason to not do well in school, but that was my reason. This is my point. My point is that was my reason. 
I was more excited about getting home and playing Chocobo hot and cold than doing homework, which I don't advise. Now we move to Oninaki by Square Enix. Okay, this looks fun. It's coming for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Next one is Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. This is a PC-only game for what I can tell, and it's about monkeys. Monkeys hunting. By the way, this is not a review. I'm looking at the game, I'm giving a quick look, and that's how I'm finding out what it is about. I, I don't even know if I'm right about what it is about. I'm just looking at it and realizing that it looks like Primal, but with monkeys. Next game. Coming out August 27, Control. I hope it's not a heavy story game where you spend more time in the story than playing, but it looks nice, it looks nice. I, I don't feel so good about linear games anymore, even though this year Resident Evil 2 was one of the best things I've seen and the game was just magical, even though it was very linear, because it's a Resident Evil game, of course. but. This one, Control, that looks nice. Uh, next game coming out next month is The Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut. Just superficially making a comment about it. It looks like Dark Souls meets Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Look, you, you're just gonna have to play it. I'm just telling you when it comes out, try it out. Am I buying all these games? Am I looking at all the trailers? I should. You know what? I should. Let's do that. For next week, when I do this little segment, I'm going to watch the trailers and be a lot more informed about what I'm talking about. So next game is Astral Chain. What can I say? <laughs> it looks cool. Switch games. I, I got the Switch for... Actually, I got the Switch to play with a couple of friends because I wanted to play with them. And I end up giving it to my sister. The Switch is, is good but it did not grab me the same way the PlayStation and the PC does. It's just, but that's been me and Nintendo my whole life. Game coming out August 30th, The Blair Witch. Well, actually, it's just Blair Witch. The movie that scarred me when I was little and everybody thought it was real. Now, it's probably gonna be a scary game, obviously, but let's see how that goes. There's a picture of a guy holding a camera going around well, look, I like horror games, but there's a difference between a horror game because you have something behind you with a chainsaw that's trying to get you and you got that rush that something's coming and you're gonna die. That's one form of scary. My form of scary is Silent Hill 1. Call me old school, call me old fashioned, but Silent Hill 1 is about ambient noise. It's about not knowing what's going on, confusion. Is if you never play Silent Hill 1, I don't think it has the same impact for somebody right now. But I will go ahead and say that even the bad graphics, which were not bad at the time, is one of the reasons why that game was so terrifying. But this is about the Blair Witch, so check it out. Might be fun. And the last one that's coming out next month is Dark Pictures Men of Madden. I'm not particularly excited about any of these games, but that's just that's just what it is. Uh, 2019 is a funny year for games. It's not easy as a consumer to try a game for a little bit, and if you don't like it, you don't continue. I mean, you you as a consumer are spending 60, 40 dollars on a game. 
And what if you hate it? It's not... A lot of times it's not returnable. I've seen something on Steam where if you play less than five hours or something, I don't know if it's five or three hours, you're able to return the game. But is five hours, five hours enough for a person to know if they like a game or not? Think about it. There's different type of gamers. There are the gamers that as soon as they get a game, they're sprinting. They're sprinting to the end so they can get to end content and check it out. And with a lot of games, the gamer spends 10, 15 hours on main campaign and then 500 hours on post-game content. The bulk of the enjoyment a lot of times comes from that, not from the first five hours. The first five hours of the game, you're still getting mechanics introduced. No. Five hours is not enough. It shouldn't be hours, it should be days. Somebody's concerned about whether they're gonna like the game or not, put the time, buy during the weekend. Do you like it? No. All right, cool. However, it should be known that there's loopholes in everything. There's loopholes in everything and some people are gonna take advantage of this in, in a negative way. Some people are not. I like to give the benefit of the doubt. You know, at the end of the day, you're, the big companies are already making money, or maybe not, maybe I, I'm being ignorant, but consumer satisfaction should be the priority. Consumer satisfaction should be the goal. You take care of that, and people will take care of you. And I know that because we see it in games like Monster Hunter. We see in companies like Capcom, Capcom and uh, even Square Enix, companies that give, 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 and build a fan base, build a community of people or fans that will buy a game without the fear of is this game going to be good or not because you know the type of company you're buying it from. So I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. So that's my thoughts on that. So that's it for the games being released this week. Now we're going to talk about the tools I'm using for the podcast, for streaming, for social media, gaming, and everything. So, so far, right now, um, I'm on a CyberPower PC. I had a few bugs with this machine. Since I bought it, I actually had to reset it completely. When it's not bugging like that, which were scary times, it works very very nice uh, I'm able to have a video game running twitch running OBS running and Photoshop at the same time without any issues or lag or things like that so that's that's good um, today I'm trying for the first time a new mic and it's funny I'm saying for the first time this being the first episode of the podcast the mic I'm using right now is called the Samsung G track pro it is beautiful. This thing is built like a club. You can probably use it as a weapon. If I created a video game, I will make this a weapon. And the class will be gamer or streamer. That'd be cool. You have a class? So what class are you, bro? Uh, I'm a streamer. What's your favorite weapon? The Samsung G-Track Pro. <laughs> it hits like a truck. That'd be fun. Okay. So that's what I'm using for my keyboard. I'm using the Steel Series uh, RGB keyboard. It 
Look, I got no complaints about the keyboard. Honestly, it's not one of, it's loud. It is. This thing is loud. I mean, check this out. And that's me being light with it. And it's behind the microphone. Now, this microphone might be picking a lot of more noise than um, other mics could be uh, doing. But, but, when I'm playing an MMO, for example, I am hammering on these keys like crazy. So, yeah, it's a bit loud. Uh, what am I using for my mouse? My mouse is my precious. This mouse is the most precious thing I've bought in my life. I'm lying, but it's close to. Is the Naga Trinity by Razer, which has configurable sides. So you can take the one that has the numbers 1 through 12. You can have the wheel, or you can have the regular side with three or four buttons. I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 for the past three months. So I'm new to MMOs, and I have to say that this is one of the best things ever i have small hands i have problems hitting one through five or six once we get to five i'm lost man i cannot even get to six and i will have to release whatever keys i'm playing with on the left side just to hit seven it's not pretty with this mouse i'm able to hit everything with my thumb so it's nice one through three depending on the position gets a little tricky I use 10 and 12 on the mouse with the bottom of my thumb to rotate targets, which is, is been amazing. So that's some of the tools I'm using right now. For audio, I am using Adobe Auditions, but this is the first time using it. So we'll see how that goes. Besides that, uh, the regular Photoshop, OBS, Dreamlabs. I seen Streamlabs be a bit complicated sometimes, sometimes a bit buggy, but other than that, it has been working fine. It, I can't really complain much about Streamlabs. Okay, so let's talk about the community, the gaming community. I need to put this in a way that is not going to be too crazy. Talking about the gaming community, there's something that I've seen lately. It's like a like a bit of a trend. When you as a content creator or a streamer or a gamer see something online that became trendy to say, it becomes the thing to post about. I mean, are you being yourself? Are you showing who you are to the world? Maybe I'm just picky about it. But and and look, you know what? We can as we can say that me having this conversation right now is being hypocritical and I'm doing the same thing because I'm taking the subject that annoys me to see online people talking about and I'm doing it here. So I'm not going to do it. I am not going to name it. I'm not going to name this specific thing that was happening that was annoying me. But I'm going to go around it and give an example. If I say something that's controversial, if I have a lot of followers, a lot of people looking at me, and paying attention to me and I say something as a joke that's controversial and then you see this amount of people being like okay this is seems to be trendy let's let's exploit that let's keep talking about it let's keep it going it just just seems a bit lazy 
Uh, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe hey, look, it's a trend. Let's let's just exploit that. Let's let's take advantage of it. And you know what? The more I talk about it, the more I realize that maybe that's the case. Uh, it's worth to have an open mind in this community. The community seems to be toxic in a lot of places. So let's not do that here. Look, the social media gaming community is not an issue. It's not a problem. There are filters for things. I don't think it's a good idea to only live in a bubble where no competing ideas will come your way because you'd only want to hear things that go with what you want with what you think and reinforce those beliefs i think it's a good idea to be open-minded and hang out around people that help you grow make finding the truth the goal not being right being right should not be the goal finding the truth should be the goal that's what i think about a lot of people going at each other about certain topics other than that let's let's make social media a better place by tuning out the toxic and at the same time stop labeling everything toxic it loses its meaning it gets to a point where if you name every single thing that goes against your beliefs and what you want in life is toxic or or a simple argument or competing ideas becomes a toxic thing when i tell you to tune out the toxic and not let it into your life you're gonna have to turn out everything because you name everything toxic call things toxic that are negative things that impact your life in a negative way that's toxic okay cool those are my thoughts making the community the positive sides of the community stronger and the toxic sides of the community weaker i think we already have a great community uh again i play final fantasy 14 and it's one of the best communities i've seen when you walk into a chat people say hi everybody's happy sometimes some people might get frustrated but hey it happens again like the commercial for shadowbringer says it's just buttons so now I want to talk about thoughts on previous games. And for the game I want to talk about, let's talk about something semi-trendy. In 2020, Final Fantasy VII will be coming out. The remake, at least. I want you to get the game. I want you to get the game for one reason and one reason only. Yes, a lot of people say it's the best Final Fantasy ever. I don't think so. It's not even in my top three Final Fantasies, to be honest. My top three Final Fantasies is Final Fantasy VIII, IX, and 10 and those are in the one spot yes i can fit three games in the number one spot because i choose my own rankings final fantasy 7 is coming out and there's one thing about final fantasy 7 that is very true it has the best villain in final fantasy series now hey people that play final fantasy 6 don't come at me <laughs> i know everybody loves that villain whatever I will play Final Fantasy VII Remake just because Sephiroth is badass. All right, so that's my thoughts on previous games. Should you play the old version of Final Fantasy VII? If you are not into games like that, I will say no. If you want to try the mobile, it's a little bit more, it's more fitting for a mobile device right now because there's a lot of grinding and you can just play it anytime you want. These games are being released with speed up, with things where you don't have to train as hard as it used to be. You can click a button and you're the most powerful being in the game and, and just go through it like that. Old school times, we have to grind levels. We had to grind abilities over and over again, killing the same mob over and over again. If you just want to experience the game before it comes out, go ahead. Try it like that. That would be fun. 
what I'm playing right now. I mentioned this about four times. I'm playing Shadowbringers Final Fantasy XIV. Man, it's fun. It's, it's my first experience with an MMO. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I feel like every time I'm getting tired of the game, another feature in the game grabs my attention. The, the changing classes is a click away, so there's no starting new characters like I have always done on other games. So this is, this is a very enjoyable game, Shadowbringers. I keep saying it's one of the best Final Fantasy stories I've seen. The, the whole Final Fantasy game, uh, 14 game has an amazing story. So that's it for this week's podcast. And again, I will be back next week with more information, more accurate information, a bit more prepared, and maybe an enhancement in quality issues if there were some this time. Tune in next week and see you later.